You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm your host, Barbara McGinnis. One thing that we say at the end of every podcast is that Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law is a life care planning law firm. But what does that really mean? How is our firm different from traditional elder law firms? We're going to discuss those differences today. And joining me for the conversation is Elder Care Coordinator, Deborah King. Welcome, Deborah. Hello, and thank you for having me today. For starters, we have elder care coordinators, and Deborah is one of them. Which your traditional elder law firm doesn't have. Deb, you want to talk to us about a little bit about those differences and what type of clients we see for life care planning, and what exactly is your role with those clients? Absolutely, Barbara. Um, We see a number of clients and most of them that come in for life care planning are ones who have some type of chronic illness or disabling condition. Frequently, it's a dementia or cognitive decline, but it can often also be physical problems, chronic illnesses, terminal illnesses. The clients come to us worried about what kind of care they need, how they can get that care, what is good care, and how are they going to pay for it. So we try to assist those clients looking at where they are in their care needs and help them plan for what they need now, what they might need in the future, and um, help them manage those transitions as they go from one level to another. We often see that long-term care is not a step system and it is often very confusing that until you're in it, you don't know what resources are out there. Who's providing what level of care? What are the levels of care? So as a care coordinator, I do a lot of education with families, helping them understand the long care services that are available, helping them recognize what types of care they need, and then working with the others in the firm to help them figure out how to pay for it. Well, can you give some examples of opportunities to advocate and care coordination? Absolutely. Um, The Clients that come to us um, may often be in a crisis. Um, They're often in a situation where they need services, but they don't know how to get them, or they're trying to figure out the system and just don't know where to turn. We also help clients once they're in a facility or receiving care to help them make sure that the care they're getting is adequate, appropriate, and um, educating them about their rights. So oftentimes we can be the in-between person between the family and the agency or the care provider, um, making sure that 
they're getting what they need and helping the families understand what the limits are in the services that they may be receiving. Okay. But I guess it's not just about care coordination. Mm, There might be something different that we do involving legal strategies, um, right? You see that. (laughs) Right, right. And I think you can better address what types of legal strategies a life care planning client might need as opposed to another client. Exactly. So uh, it's obviously it's going to be unique for each situation, but there are some commonalities and some things in particular that the attorneys look for with our life care plan clients. And it really depends on what stage or what phase of that elder care um, continuum um, that we talk about all the time they're in. And so if they if we have the opportunity for some pre-planning, like we have we're early in the diagnosis phase and we can um, estimate that that disease trajectory is going to involve some uh, frailty and some functional impairment over time, but we have time to plan to protect assets. So we might really focus on uh, the role of an irrevocable trust in that situation. Um, If it's a little more Um, the needs might be a little more immediate, or perhaps um, the the strategies are going to be different. Or if they're a married couple, and both are dealing with their own limitations and frailties, and we're really not um, certain who might pass away first. So this might be one of our um, more unique planning opportunities where we take um, a revocable trust and we kind of turn it on its head. You know, a revocable trust is designed to avoid probate ordinarily. Well, in unique circumstances where we're dealing with two frail older adults, we may want that trust um, that we routinely think about avoiding probate actually pour over into the estate of the first to die so that we effectively are planning to probate those assets. And the point is, is that in that uh, spouse, the decedent spouse, in their will, there is a supplemental needs trust. It's a statutory trust for the benefit of the surviving spouse. Now, like with most trusts, we can draft a a lot of... um, uh, we can draft around to meet certain goals, but if the goal is to protect the assets for the surviving spouse in the event that they needed long-term care, this is one strategy that works. Um, it's not predicated with that five-year look back like an ordinary irrevocable trust is, but it is the asset protection component is predicated on the death of one spouse. And like everyone, um, our clients do pass away, and that's not necessarily uh, this uh, a surprise. It may be sad, and we help navigate people through through that. But we're looking at how do we best protect in an untimely death? How can we best protect assets? And if it all sounded complicated, it can be. Um, 
But that's one of the advantages too about a life care plan is that our representation is over time. So it's not just buying a set of documents um, or paying for hourly care coordination services. It is a flat rate fee with guarantees um, representation over a particular contracted period of time. That That's very true. And by working with families over time, it gives us an opportunity to not only plan just for 10 care or other public benefits, but how does this planning um, lead to a better quality of life overall for the families? I think we hear, um, uh, I know we hear a lot of families talk about uh, the reduced amount of stress that they have because they're no longer worried about the unknown and that they um, come to rely on and trust our guidance and that it just makes them feel better knowing that they have an advocate on their corner, uh, on their side, and that we can help them respond to those unexpected things that help in li- uh, that happen in life. Absolutely. That's what makes life care planning special. Um, having the care coordinator on staff where we're reaching out to families, it's not just the crisis planning or the initial planning, but again, following them over time and reaching out to them periodically to make sure things are going well, Um, checking in to see what kinds of issues they're confronting or what kinds of changes they're having in their health status so that we can help them meet their needs as they um, age through the continuum. So uh, you've you've been here longer than I have, Deb. At what stage in life do you think someone should start considering life care planning? And I I don't think I would say an age because we've had younger individuals, families with younger people who have suffered um, serious illness, um, who have... um, young onset dementias, um, Parkinson's that can often strike earlier. And so we usually recommend that a person consider life care planning um, early on after a diagnosis of a long-term chronic condition that's going to cause disability. Estate planning is good for the younger people that are healthy, um, pre-retirement or even early retirement. But if there's a health issue involved that's going to result in some type of disability, then they need to consider a life care plan so that they can be prepared for whatever's around the corner. Yeah, I was going to say, certainly... Even if we're past diagnosis and we're starting to show signs of um, frailty or impairment, and the earlier that we are brought into the planning picture with this family, the earlier and more options that we can help them find. Um, So... I think there's, like you said, even though we talk about this being an elder care law firm, the vast majority of our clients are of advanced age, but it's not necessarily age dependent as much as it is functional 
impairments or healthcare crisis or, or just the diagnosis that you know is going to cause long-term impairment um, like dementias, early diagnosis, dementias, um, Parkinson's, ALS. Uh, some Those are just a few of the ones that, that uh, come to mind. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. It's a, it's a little hard to explain life care planning, but if you want to hear more about it, check out our website, check out other podcasts, or, um, you know, we have a book that's available on Amazon that's titled A Life Care Plan. So there's lots of ways that you can get additional information about what is life care planning. Takus McGinnis is a life care planning law firm. We help families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 